Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, interesting meeting of the Planning uh, Committee, Economic Development Planning Committee uh, meeting yesterday. The City of Hamilton introduced uh, legislation uh, that is going to, uh, well, prohibit, would they hope anyway, uh, this monster home problem that seems to be creeping up in different parts of the city some years ago. That was happening in the west end of the city. Ancaster has been an ongoing concern, though, and that seemed to be the focus of an awful lot of the uh, stuff that had been talked about over the last couple of years. And I know it's been uh, a pain in the side, I guess, not just for the residents, but for uh, Lloyd Ferguson, who's the counselor for that area. He joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about the recommendations and, uh, well, whether or not it's going to be effective. Lloyd, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us today. Thanks, Bill, for uh, having me on to discuss this issue. Well, listen, I'm even hearing about it. I mean, I've been an Ancaster resident for a number of years right now, and I'm sure if you had a buck for every time somebody called to complain about this, you'd be a wealthy guy. Yeah, and it doesn't affect uh, the newer part of Ancaster, the parts that have sanitary sewers in place and storm sewers. And uh, what what triggers this is uh, the old part of Ancaster, and it's called the ER, or Existing Residential Zoning. And uh, there's about 2,500 homes in Ancaster that at one point when the home was built didn't have sanitary sewers. The sanitary sewers weren't put in until uh, in the uh, early 70s. And uh, in addition to that, um, these homes don't have um, urbanized roads. They have rural cross-section roads, which means in addition to no sanitary sewers, they have um, ditches to carry away the storm sewer. So in the 70s, these, uh, there, there was a lot of environmental issues, and I b- vaguely remembered, I was just a young kid then, but uh, seeing Ancaster all dug up with the sanitary sewers being installed, so the septic uh, tanks were disconnected. But as a result of that, when the homes were originally built, uh, they needed a large lot to accommodate a septic field. So most of them were you know, a couple hundred feet deep. And so they're 50 by 100, 60 by 100, or even bigger than that. So there were very large lots. But they had nice little uh, bungalow homes on it. That uh, was the style at the time. And, and quite frankly, that style is part of the charm of Ancaster right now. Well, with the advent of the green belt and um, prohibiting urban sprawl and Ancaster's urban area is pretty well filled up now, people wanting to build dreams homes are taking a look at these lots because they're very large and they can build uh, their dream home on there. And and I want to mention right up front, Bill, that my intent here is not to discourage people to aspire to work hard to move to Ancaster and build the dream homes. We welcome them with open arms. Uh, what we want to do is just make sure they're done tastefully and are respectful to their neighbors. You know, this is not a new problem, I, and I understand it because I, I know the neighborhoods in Ancaster that you're referring to. Uh, but he, even, Lloyd, when I was on council in the south end of, of the, the mountain, Ward 7, where I was, uh, we had the very similar situation. Anything that was built uh, south of, uh, of Rymel Road uh, was the same situation. As a matter of fact, I lived there right, uh, from when I was uh, going to high school. I lived right at the corner of Rymel Road and Springside which is uh, between Upper Wellington and Upper James. And uh, we were on a septic system uh, back in the er, the 60s when we moved in there. And the, you're right, the lots were 50, 60, and sometimes 70-foot frontage, and they're very deep, but that's because you had to have a septic bed. Correct. Uh, and we had the drainage ditches and the whole nine yards, and about two years after we moved in there, uh, they started with the, the sewer system, and, and, and of course, the, everything service now. But I had the same problem uh, years later when I was the council representative for that area, because people would buy those lots and simply say, wow, look at all the space I got, I'm going to build a castle. I've always wanted a big, great big house, 
And I got complaints from the other neighbors saying, look, we don't want that here. You know, it's, it doesn't look like the rest of the neighborhood. It's taller. You know, there's some issues about sunlight. Uh, I don't want to be looking into somebody's back window, and I certainly don't want them on the second story looking into my backyard. So I, I, I get this, and I understand exactly the kind of complaints you're getting. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, you know, most of them that have been done in Ancaster are very nice. If you take a drive through uh, Spring Valley, it's been pretty much completely rebuilt now, probably the 75% area. And most of those are done tastefully, but some are not, in, in, uh, particularly in other parts of, of the existing residential or the old rural cross-section facilities that used to have septic fields. There's one home I, I took a look at. Because the lot is so large, they're able to push the house back to the point where the front yard matched the backyard of the neighbors, uh, the rear of the house of the neighbors, and it's because they wanted a large front lawn. And then they built this. 30 foot high, maybe a little even a little higher than that, because I think there was an issue of, of having to get a variance for them. But um, and and so lost, the, the neighbors lost their privacy because in this home they could look out the second floor window and look straight down into their backyard. And if you have a pool, it takes away from privacy. So this, I first raised this matter in 2011, asking what the fix is. And in 2014, I actually was able to formalize a resolution to ask staff to come back on what's the way to, to process this. Check with other municipalities. I'm sure we're not alone on this issue. And in 2016, we held a public meeting at the Old Town Hall in September 2016. Large turnout. Uh, the place was full. There was standing room only. And there were some horror stories about, about uh, people who live next door to these rebuilds, um, you know, it was embarrassing for them to when their friends come around because of these great big monsters sitting right up against their lot line. And and so uh, staff went off, and I had a series of one-on-ones with staff uh, with individuals who had experienced it because it's difficult to come up with a, a rule that works for everyone. And, uh, you know, once again, we don't want to discourage people from coming in and building their, their dream home. And we just want it done tastefully. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.